0: What is up, designers? And welcome back to the Grand Design Podcast. The podcast is all about um, taking the ideas in your head and manifesting them into the world in the form of mass movements uh, through real action and not through like affirmations and things like that and sayings and things. My name is Dallas Prater. If you didn't know my last name by now, yeah. And uh, you know, what I want to talk about today is, is your Is the way you're approaching your idea Your core purpose And trying to put it out into the world Is it just contributing to the internet noise Brand versus movement That's what I want to talk about A lot of people talk about brand I don't think brand even matters In a a current era Okay You know I remember Some of my first experiences With the internet I remember first logging on to Twitter I remember first logging on to Facebook. I remember first logging on to Instagram. Um, I was late to the Internet. When I was younger, I wasn't really allowed to like, well, I didn't have a phone. Well, that was the problem for a long time. And so I grew up a little bit slower than the generation that I grew up with. And uh, I remember logging on all these different social medias for the first time because I was old enough to actually consciously wrap my head around it. And uh, a lot of it was new at first. A lot of it was beautiful at first. You know, think, you, you remember Vine back in the day? Remember when Vine first started? It was all these original creators, you know? And then uh, as Vine slowly had gone on, you know, we had the issue of it had just became a circulation of the same annoying people that no one wanted to hear of. No one wanted to see. And slowly, you know, the same way Vine went downhill, every other social media had began following that same exact pathway. You know, I log on to Instagram. I can't stay on Instagram for more than ten minutes because it's a bunch of the same exact word posts from business pages. The same exact memes. The same exact business tips and ideas. Everything exact is exactly the same. I remember having that sensation years ago. Like, man, like content nowadays sucks. Content nowadays is just noise. Content nowadays is just repurposed content from sources who were actually original. That's what I remember feeling that way, but I also remember, you know, sometimes in life, you feel like, you just come to a place where you feel like, man, all these business uh, businesses, business uh, characters and identities on the internet, man, they don't know SWAT. You start to feel like that after a while. And then you come across people who are outliers. You know what I mean? Like uh, Owen Cook, Russell Brunson. You know, you come across these different people and you're like, hmm, I can't really put my finger on what it is besides pure information and knowledge. But I feel something and something is different about this person and what this person and their following represents. I remember feeling like that way early on Like every YouTuber was trash Every Instagrammer was trash Every Instagram page is trash But I remember watching Owen Cook videos And all the the, Which is RSD Tyler Shout out to Real Social Dynamics And watching all the places they've been And all the content they put out And there was just like a slight unique twist On their ideas That I I didn't really know how to define What was different about what he was doing Or what Russell was doing But something there was different you can, can you relate to this? Like, who are your favorites on the internet? Who are the people on the internet that are just different? And everybody else is like trying to be different, but they're just sucking at it. You know what I mean? Like there's so many business personalities, it's like, I'm a drop shipper. Oh like, okay, you're like the millionth drop shipper on the planet. No one cares. Oh, I do the e-commerce. I build funnels. Like, okay, but you don't, you're not Russell. Sorry, all these all these different things like Kartra, you know, popping up all these different you know funnel building sites. Like no one cares about you. Nothing about you is special. ClickFunnels is where it's at. Sorry. Have you ever felt that way? You, you, you oh man, it's it's just such such a such a weird. Like I feel like almost like ninety nine percent of the internet is just unspecial, and one percent of people like Russell, like Owen Cook, like Stephen Larson. Even, uh, I don't want to say even like he's less special than them, but Stephen Larson too. Like. Some people are just different and their ideas are just different. It's special. It's a glow to it that you can't really understand. Okay? Nowadays, I log onto the internet and like I said, it is a bunch of noise. Are our ideas contributing to the internet noise? Or are we carving out our own lane? Are the people that we are putting... Of course, we think we're special to us, but when we're putting out content, do the people that have received this content, do they think it's just as special? I remember tangling with that idea for a long time and really wondering what set these people apart and as you know where the story is going it really changed for me when i cracked open the book expert secrets and then suddenly the pages came to life no duh that's how these stories always go but the pages came to life and all these i you know one idea you know stuck out because it's the theme of the book that really changed my perspective on the internet at large for me i was putting out a lot of content you know Oh man, huh, I don't even want to talk about that But man, I put out so much Man, I remember when I was first starting out In like what, 2017, 16, something like that I was just put. I was. I remember making mad videos on like marketing information Trying to be like Russell I remember being generic You know, I remember I wrote two books You can find them on Amazon I think Please don't read them One's called The Winning Process And I don't even, the other one's called Freedom Now And it's about all these ideas and concepts that were taught in the book. You know, and I remember for a long time struggling like uh, to have people gravitate towards these ideas that I was putting out. Like no one really cared about, you know, there wasn't a particular potent reaction to some of the things that I was saying and I needed that potent reaction obviously to make things happen more quickly to make sales more happen more quickly and I remember coming up with my first business idea called the beat buddy system my first real idea that wasn't just content. And every, every business after that also followed that same pattern of people really not being impressed and caring about it. But I remember putting out the idea for the BeatBuddy system and making an ad around it. And I always tell this story, but it caught fire very quickly. And I didn't really understand how, like I was ver- it was very early on to which I, I didn't even have numbers to compare to what I was doing. Like I didn't know how special it was, but it was special. A lot of people were hitting me up. A lot of people messaged me about that to this day. A lot of people were in their feelings about it. It was a moment in time. And uh, every business thereafter, I tried to create that moment in time, like I always say, but it kind of just never came together for me, you know, and I remember trying to recapture that same feeling, which I imagine, which is some of these other business owners on the internet are doing by moving around colors and logos and just making it as cool and aesthetic and different and unique as possible. What had happened with Owen Cook and Russell Brunson and also with the BeatBuddy system, as I said, it kind of flashed into my mind when I opened the book, Expert Secrets, there was the book is about mass movements. And that's exactly what had happened. A mass movement. The difference between the Beat Buddy system and every other, you know, in Russell Brunson, Owen Cook, and every other business on the internet that is bland and that no one cares about is they're going for deep and not wide. It's branding versus a movement. That's the problem with Internet noise. Internet noise takes value from other sources and they change the logos and they change the the colors and they change the, you know, this might change a few words, but they rely on color schemes and other gimmicks like that. And they call it branding. And there's a general belief that branding is what makes you unique, unique. Branding is what makes you different. And a lot of people do that because it works in part, you know, they rely on. the, 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 you know, the appeal of, you know, their images and things like that to get clicks so that those clicks can carry their message wide. And so what I mean by that is they're relying on the algorithm, their, their entire thought process is like, let's rely on this algorithm, you know, that, that is supported by these pretty things that I'm making in order to get this message spread and to get clicks and to get people in our business. But the thing is, the people that come in, you know, and people that follow, they're really like, they're not true fans. They're not true followers. They're really unmotivated. They don't really know who even owns the page. You see, because you're getting all these people in, you're getting a huge volume of people in. But these people, you're not going deep with them. You're not bonding with them on a serious level. And that was the kind of lesson that jumped out to me and why I started this podcast when I look back along the path of business that I had made and had compared it to some of the things that Owen Cook or Russell Brunson had put out. I probably cried at a few Owen Cook videos. I've cried at a Russell Brunson webinar probably, you know, and the reason was because I felt this depth with him. I felt this bond with him that I didn't feel any other place on the Internet. I felt like on the other. Every other place on the internet, you know, the forefront of everything was just like, okay, come on and get sold. Come on and buy this product. Come on, and, you know. There wasn't a real mutual bond and care behind them. And the whole idea was that those businesses cared primarily about brand. And these businesses over here, these people over here, because they're people. There's a person attached to it. They're creating a mass movement. But What's the difference? This is just my personal opinion. I think a brand is the personality of a business that interacts. It's the spirit of the business that interacts with the clients of the business or the audience that the business is courting. What a mass movement is, is the integration of the business's spirit with the spirit of the client at you know or the audience, period. You know, if someone's interfering with like uh, or throwing rocks or throwing stones at a business, right? Um, that that you like the brand, you're like, man, that's a shame that they're doing that, you know? But if someone's throwing stones at a movement, it's a little bit different because it's like, wait, you're not throwing stones at that brand that I, I liked. The brand is integrated with my spirit. It's integrated with my spirit. You're throwing stones at us. You're throwing stones at me, at this collective that... I'm not able... My identity is not separate from. And that's the strength behind it. It's a matter of going wide versus going deep and really forming a bond and really forming a care and really forming something strong with a person. And as a case study, you can look at this happen throughout society at large. I'm not going to get in case studies. I want to get into like the nitty gritty of, you know, what is really happening here. I remember watching this video... Um, By Steven Larson. Okay. And uh, it was a video on YouTube where he was talking about the three personalities of the Red Ocean. And the three personalities, if you don't know what a Red Ocean is, a Red Ocean is like in business. Uh, the Red Ocean is like extremely competitive market, all the same people, all the same ideas, nothing to identify, identify in part. It's like drop shipping. We're all the same business, all the same business model you have no loyalty to either one because they're kind of all the same thing it's a huge massive competition it's like an ocean and the sharks it's a bunch of sharks and the prey is very like scarce and so it's a bunch of blood because of the prey that was already killed it's a red ocean okay and then the other alternative is a blue ocean It's when you go to a niche and you're unique in your identity and no one's there yet you're the first person to make that transition and say something different okay and so these people on the internet that aren't special, that you don't feel a bond to, um, they don't have a movement that's different in Blue Ocean. You know, they're just, you know, you, you wouldn't like you like, you follow them, but you would follow anybody else, and you would ride for anybody else just the same way. Their ideas aren't niched. You see what I'm saying? But, and, and that goes into the personalities of the Red Ocean. Three, three personalities of the red ocean How is it that we take our ideas Our core purpose, our core message You know, and make them something that's unique Make them something that's blue ocean You know I feel like a, a large percentage of strategy around this Is, uh, you know and, and like I said, that that goes a lot into Making, a, you know The way we do that first and foremost is to Not make a brand, but to make a mass movement I want to say that, I want to get that out of the way And then we're going to go into some of the more technical details of what I'm talking about um, So, We make a mass movement, okay? And what are the three components of a mass movement? It's the attractive character, someone that you know, the leader of the business, the face of the business, someone that you could bond and form an infatuation with. You know what I mean? The second part is is, is the future-based, the cause. What is the cause of this place that we're going? What can we rally behind? What's the idea that we can rally behind? How many businesses do you know meet those two criteria? And the third piece of the puzzle is what is the new opportunity? And this is an important piece of the puzzle because the new opportunity is, the, is where you split off from the red ocean. The red ocean is the old opportunity. What everybody's already promoting, what everybody's already doing. The reason they're not special is everybody's already tried. <clears throat> and somebody else is already replicating what they're promoting. And so the new opportunity is the blue ocean, the thing that they haven't tried yet. Okay, so i think I think I'm good. I guess I'm talking more so about the mechanics of moving to that blue blue ocean, and how you know I think that all businesses should proceed. All business identities or people who want to pro- their core you know message to the world. I don't want to make this a business podcast. Because it's not about that. It's about mass movements. How people can identify what is going on in the world and break off a mass movement that just is like, isn't just internet noise. Isn't just a new color, a logo, a brand, or something like that. So like I said, I was watching this video about Steve Larson. I mean, from Steve Larson. And he was talking about the three personalities of the Red Ocean. He said, there's a die hard, the diehard fans in the Red Ocean. These are people that you'll never convert, that you'll never sway. Because they love the opportunity that they're in. They don't need a new opportunity. They already love the one they're in. They're diehard fans of it. It's like people who have Apple phones. A lot of them will never switch to a Samsung phone. Never switch to an Android. So you shouldn't even go for those people. It's not worth your time people who use websites and love websites they'll never switch to click funnels because they love the vehicle and the opportunity that they're in so yeah this is all about the new opportunity and i feel like a lot of people aren't taking advantage of that piece of the mass of mass movements they're not creating a new opportunity even if they have an attractive character even if they have a cause and so the second personality of the red ocean is the people that are like eh you know whoever you know i'm here because you know it's, it's, it's cool it's all right you don't really have an opinion uh, and those people, you know, they're a little bit more, they're you know, they're a little bit f- flaky, you know, you don't they don't have loyalty in anybody. You don't really want to go after them either. But the third personality that Red Ocean is explained was um the people who hate the vehicle, hate the opportunity that they in, that they're in, but they don't have a different alternative, but they don't have a different choice. I was listening to this podcast by Russell Brunson the other day. And, uh, or I was reading the, op- I don't even remember where I get some of this information from. And he was speaking in the podcast. Cause I, re- I remember growing up and, uh, you know, you grow up you got a designer mind. You want to design things. You're stuck in this world. That's, you know, <coughs> pretty much anti that, you know, it's not, it's not a world that's supportive of creativity and creative things. People don't even understand the, the you know, the meaning of entrepreneurship, or, or, or of design. Let's call it design because that's what it is. Like I said, it's not an entrepreneurial podcast. Um, they understand, you know, the, the these things to be like um, hobbies or backup. You know, things that need a backup plan, or something that's just luck. Or, you know, something that you got to scam your way to the top for. They don't really understand it. I remember being young and stuck in, you know, the opportunity of which. Education. Me and my boy Yash, which we're going to do a podcast again soon, was talking about this. Education is just a red ocean. The school system is just a red ocean. And you got a lot of people that live and die by the school system. And they'll never be entrepreneurs. That's fine. They'll go to college. They love the standard system and the way things are run. But I was another personality in that red ocean that hated the vehicle that I was in. I remember being stuck in school. I'm trying to express all these different ideas and the way that we can change the system and change the world at large. The way we can create a brand new design, a grander design. And having been fell on dead ears, having those ideas fell on dead ears, whether it be my parents, whether it be the teachers, whether it be friends at school. I remember just talking about all these different things that I wanted to do with life. All these visions I had and no one really understanding and I remember hating being stuck in that and wanting a way out, wanting a, a back door where I could do and create and design what I wanted. And I remember not having that. I remember not knowing what to do. And so I just kind of floated through the red ocean, through grades one through 12. And eventually I was a freshman in college just because I had to default, but I dropped out of school my, my freshman year, you know, and I still didn't have a way. So I went into the job force. I got into working and, uh, I was stuck in the idea of working because there was no other model that supported the ideas that I really harbored that were really true to my heart. I was in the Red Ocean, but I was the third personality of Red Ocean that kind of hates the vehicle that I'm in but doesn't have an opportunity. Then I remember listening to this book. I was listening or listening or reading, whatever. I I was doing something. The idea came across the table. Someone said, Russell Brunson said, you know, the people who follow me were stuck in the system. They were stuck in the opportunity of go to school, get a career, die. I mean, get married and die. But what I had done was I created this new arena, this new universe, this new world, and targeted that red ocean that hated that opportunity. This new path to wealth is what he said. This might be an Expert Secrets book, the updated version. I just got the updated version of Expert Secrets and .com Secrets. It might be in one of those, or it might be in a podcast. Who knows? But the idea was that he created this new pathway this new blue ocean this new path to wealth that people that hated the vehicles that they were in could switch to they didn't have to take the standard route and because of that because I hated the vehicle that I was in the red ocean I moved over to that new opportunity and I remember if you rewind before I you know, read this book and understood that I was just reminiscing thinking about hey this guy is special This guy's Owen Owen Cook is special. These different guys are special. And the epiphany really came upon me that they're special because they represented a blue ocean. They attacked the personality of the red ocean that didn't want to be in that vehicle but didn't have an alternative. And they're not massively popular people or ideas. But the people who came over to this blue ocean because, because they hated the red ocean... The red ocean is the mainstream. They'll never accept these ideas in the first place. The people who came over to this blue ocean love and are diehard fans of it. So what are the oceans that the people that you're, you're, you're trying to gain are in? A lot of people are just, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they have the attractive character now. We know who you are. We might like you a little bit. They might have a cause even. But a lot of people are operating and keeping people in the same opportunities. They're jumping in the same markets that people are already dying to escape. The power of a mass movement, the power of a new opportunity is in a person's ability... Oh, these planes are flying dangerously close. What are they doing? Are kind of within a person's... Within that person's... The power of it is kind of within that person's ability to reject the failures that they already had. You know, a lot of people they're dealing with you know, a vehicle that has resulted in that for them in a loss of status and they're burned and they're scorned by this vehicle. They have a negative reference experience of what this vehicle means to them. And so for them to go back to this vehicle to continue to participate in this vehicle is a lose, lose situation. So they want out. But a lot of people, come, you know, the new identities come to the same exact market and operate in this exact same vehicle instead of giving people a relief for the things that they want. And so, the whole idea behind creating a, you know, uh, uh, the three personalities of the Red Ocean is find the personality of the Red Ocean that hates the Red Ocean, and create something new for them. Create something new for them, and even in that single movement, you co- you, you you cover, just in that single movement, you cover what Blair Warren describes as one sentence of persuasion, the five piece of it. You encourage their dreams. You know, you let them know that, okay, you can do this. And I'm giving you away. You give them hope. You allay their fears. Oh, I thought I was going to have to deal with this vehicle forever. You know, you confirm their suspicions that Red Ocean sucked. You know, um, what are the other ones? You throw rocks at their enemy. The Red Ocean, it sucked. Okay. Um, and what what was the last one? Uh, What was the last one? Um... And you justify their failures. That was the last one. Oh, you were failing because that red ocean is trash. You do everything that is the root of persuasion just in that one movement of creating a new opportunity. Are you creating a new opportunity or are you just adding to the noise on the internet? Are you just teaching people about the same things that they already know, that they already learned, that they already feel, that they already experienced, that they already hate? It's on you to be a guide for people you know, to a place of better emotions, away from the things that hurt them, away from the things that take away their status, to take away the things, you know, you know, that keep them human, that keep them loving life. That's our job. That's our only job. So let's talk about really uh, uh, just transitioning the gears, you know, without beating a dead horse too much. You know, what are some examples of the power of a mass movement versus a brand? Think about the politicians, man. Think about the politicians. Every politician is just a brand. You either donkey or you're an elephant. Republicans or Democrats. Red tie, blue tie. It's a brand. That's a brand, right? Maybe you're a senator, even. That's a brand. But if you think about in terms of elections, um, what politician has created. Or found uh, or you know, succeeded in an unlikely opportunity because they overridden brand and created a mass movement. Now, look, if we really want to break it down, it's Donald Trump. And think about the strength, the strength in, in, in how his following versus how someone else's following is materializing people would live and die for this man. People would probably kill for this man. They probably would. When you talk about this man, emotions are strung high. Now, on the other side of the coin, if you talk about, like, let's say, I don't know, give me a politician, anybody, Mitt Romney, he's a Republican too. That's his brand. Okay? His brand is Republican. Republican. But he doesn't have a mass movement. I talk bad about Mitt Romney. People probably don't care. They probably would agree. You know. It's just so much to be said about that. Like. And the reason that is the reason for the emotion and the extra punch is because to people, just like for Owen Cook and Russell Brunson, for people in the mass. He was the thing that was different. He was the thing that was special, where every other Republican, we don't even know their names. Every other Democrat, we don't know their names. They weren't really important to the, to, to the mass, or to half of the mass. The other half thinks different. Okay? And the reason that is, like I said, because, and the reason he won the election was because he had a mass movement. Versus, okay, I'm a Republican, this is my brand. She's a Republican, this is her, I mean, Democrat, this is her brand. And mass movements will win every single time. And what is the mass movement? He's the attractive character. He has a future-based cause. Make America great again. And he has a new opportunity. That's why he was special. He created a new opportunity. People were sick and they felt like they were lost status. And they were embarrassed by the old opportunity. It was just a brand. He would never have that. You, He didn't go wide and try to win everybody. He created polarity, which is going deep on who he wants to capture. And so they were... He went deep on the bond. And so the emotional response was... Equivalent. You see what I'm saying? What is the blue ocean that he represents? Oh, all these people are part of the establishment. All these people are politicians. Politicians are criminals and evil. Maybe we need. Maybe, maybe we do need somebody that's outside of the establishment that they can't control. There you go. It's the blue ocean. He's not a politician. He's someone different. Someone that they can't control. Someone that doesn't have ties to Washington. That was the, that was the blue ocean. He's brash, he's raw, he tells us how it is That's what people say It's just one example of how a mass movement You know, people were joking about him People thought he was a clown, then he didn't have a chance And he came From out of nowhere to win the election Because of, think about it People wear the hats What other politician you know got a hat? People got a flag With his logo, his slogan on it Who, Who else you know? What are the slogans of the other presidents? Of the other candidates? Who knows? No one knows. (laughs) (coughs) He he became, for that audience, the attractive character. People think he's funny. People think he's witty. People like his jokes, his names he called people. uh, Sleepy Joe, Crooked Hillary, whatever. It's an example of a mass movement. You know, uh, another example... You know, you got the best—you know—directors in Hollywood. Oh, we got Martin Scorsese, we got Quentin Tarantino. They're brands, yeah, and that's good. That's cool. And they release movies and they sweep these awards every single year. That's great. People who within that opportunity, Red Ocean is the only people who are really going to these award shows. But when you talk about pure numbers, pure fandom, pure emotion, guess what? Movies who peop- that people don't even consider cinema have made more people amass and more people emotional and more people cry. The number one movie of all time, the number one highest grossing movie of all time, excuse me, is Endgame. And the reason for that is because Martin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, this is a Quentin Tarantino film. It's just a brand. But guess what? And, and it might be even a form of a mini-mass movement, but the Marvel Cinematic Universe, MCU, is a greater mass movement than all of these other things combined. They had this you know, attract character, the Stan Lee you know, they had the new opportunity, to the Red Ocean. They have their own freaking universe that they created. It's a whole freaking universe. You know, I don't know if they have a future-based cause because I'm not part of that group, part of that initiative, but they must have. People I people self-identify with with this group, with this, with this idea that Stan Lee created. They self-identify, it. they call themselves names. They're waiting in long lines for when his products arrive. It doesn't matter what he made. I saw the first Avengers movie. I didn't really like it too much. It wasn't the greatest movie in the world. But people went crazy. People said they cried when they saw Endgame. Over people playing characters. And because of that, the movie was the highest grossing film of all time. Even those others don't consider it cinema. Because brands will never stand to hold a flame to mass movements. People look at these, these movies and, oh, these other movies are just films. But these movies are special. Owen Cook and Russell Brunson are special. They're different. You can't put your finger on what it is. But the spirit of their business has integrated with the spirit of the audience. And so it's inseparable. Talk crap about a Marvel movie around a Marvel fan. See how well that goes. They might light you on fire or something. Talk crap about a regular movie around, you know, maybe he's a, he's a fan of uh, one of Quentin Tarantino's films. Talk talk crap about that movie. I mean, he might get upset, but you know, it's not the same degree. It's not the same thing. General society probably won't even care. They're probably like, "Oh yeah, I get what you're talking about. Yeah, sure." Brands versus mass movements. <coughs> we so often hop online, and you know, I do this too. I'm not I'm not a business expert or anything like that. We hop online and create all these different assets like pages and things like that and we create all these we create around these assets like colors and logos and pretty things and identities and catchphrases and things like that we create brands and brands are friendly to the algorithm sure we think we're having success because we get a lot of value they go wide oh I have this pretty Instagram post and you know people are liking and sharing it but they've never even seen your face they don't feel for you like they feel for the one person that they follow who really means a lot Whew, that's a heavy one uh I, I don't know i don't even know what else to say about that that's that's really all it is brands are trash mass movements you you know you want to create something that makes people feel if you don't have a copy of it, pick up expert secrets it'll teach you all about it pick up the new version do you order the new version because I've been reading the new version, and there's a significant amount of ideas in there around this topic that is just insane. You know? And, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, find your central idea. But you want to make your central idea, and this is what people go wrong with books. They write books that everybody already read. What is your central idea in relation to the Red Ocean? That's what we're going for. Um, but anyways, just to cap this podcast off, like I always do, man, look, we aren't exactly all the way there yet in terms of getting the company memoir launched together. But here's the deal. If you have a central idea and you want to push it out to the world in the form of mass movement and a mass movement, following some of these, you know, principles that I'm teaching on this podcast. You know, if you want to write basically in layman's terms, if you want to write a book, a.k.a. sales memoirs to structure differently, to actually influence people. Um, it's, it's a completely different. It's not a book. I mean, it's just it's not even the same, uh, but just to kind of it's the new version of a book. It's the new book. You know, like I back in the day. They had I uh, I don't know. What do they have? I don't know. Like what do they use instead of books? They talked and then they had books. It's like the difference between books and movies. OK, it's, 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 it's the next evolution of a book just in a different way. Um, if you want to take a sales memoir, place your central idea inside of that and promote it into the world in a way that creates a tribe and community around your central idea. Uh, in a profitable way, by the way, um, we do that over a memoir launch. But here's the thing. Memoir Launch, we're still getting all the staff. We're still writing for some people, sure, but I'm trying to shape up our processes and staffs a little better and all that type of beautiful stuff. And so if you want a sales memoir that can build your tribe and community in a profitable way, have you ever thought about authorship? This is your opportunity. Um, I want you to go over to www.memoirlaunch.com launchlist launch list over on that site. You'll be able to save your spot in line. Because we're doing them in waves Wave 1, wave 2, wave 3 You want to be able to save your spot in line In order to get your sales memoir written And promoted through 6 month campaigns The way people write books in the modern era Is all freaking wrong The way they promote them is all freaking wrong And this is what we start. We need to start doing This is the next step This is the next evolution And so if you want to be part of that And if you want to be part of the first wave Because I believe the first wave is still available Go to www.memoirlaunch.com And uh, I look forward to speaking to you And actually getting your sales memoir Out the door And helping you build your tribe and community around that. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, and this is, you'll be the first to hear it if you're part of this email list. I'm thinking about taking five people or maybe 10, I think five. And five people who are on that list. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to coach them for absolutely free. You don't have to sign up for anything. We're going to coach them through our entire process. So they can structure their sales memoir and launch it. So if you're interested in that, go to www.memoirlaunch.com slash launch list. Uh, that link doesn't work for some strange reason. Message me on uh, Instagram at Junie Prayer, J-U-N-I-E-P-R-A-Y-E-R. And I look forward to speaking to you. But anyways, look, man, all this podcast was about is don't just let's just stop being Internet noise. Let's stop being a bunch of chatter. Let's think to ourselves, really go inside of our heads and think, how much can we serve the people on this planet? How much can we serve the people who will discover us? How much can we actually affect people? You know Christianity is just a mass movement and guess what the way they've transmitted that mass movement in society is guess what a book or a salesman more. They're not interchangeable, but the Bible, you know, it might be structured in the way we structure it. And that's why it was so effective in the same. And anyways, it creates a new identity. So I'm sure it was a sales memoir. Most books, people read them and just put them down and never learn anything. The greatest books throughout history, they're sales memoirs. If you were look at them. Napoleon Hill. I read his books. Um, influenced by Robert Cialdini. Dot com secrets and expert secrets, which is where a lot of this concept of sales memoir came from. They're sales memoirs. And they're the key point of a mass movement. What is the Bible of your mass movement? Think about that. But, you know, I think that's a key component, obviously. But you want to transition from making a bunch of noise, clappy-bappy, having everybody hear you but not really feel you into a different place where you're actually bonding with them. You become one with them. And you actually impact their life deeply. And I think it's funny because I think, you know, the more you integrate with a person's spirit, the more influence you have over them. And the more you fl- influence you have over them, if your central idea is pure, the more you can change their life. Go deep with people so that you can have the impact on the world and your audience and the people who you serve, you know, that you want to the level that you want. But I'm just kind of ranting at this point. So uh, just to wrap it up, man, this is the Grand Design podcast. And I just described to you the only way to you know Proceed to your personal idea of the grand design um, If you want your sales memoir written To kind of assist in that process uh, Because we also find what your red ocean is And how you can get to the you know, How you can shape it to a blue ocean And write your book in the blue ocean And all those things www.memoirlaunch.com Or if you're feeling lucky Message me on Instagram about it And uh, depending on the case I'd love to talk about actually doing that for you uh, As soon as possible but um, I, I don't know. I don't really have anything, uh, anything else to say. Uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I hope everybody's doing all right. I hope you're enjoying your life wherever you are. I hope you're having a good time. And I hope you're transitioning away from making noise in order to, you know, and doing business in order to make movements around some of the things that we believe and help people the way that we, you know, the way that we know we can. This is Dallas Prater. This is the Grand Design Podcast. Peace out.